Welcome to TW Now, where we examine today's news in light of the Bible. I'm Scott Winnell. Have you heard of 5G yet? If not, you will. If you have, perhaps you're excited about the incredible advances it will bring. The reality is that 5G, the next generation of wireless communication technology, will change the society that we now live in. Some say it could usher in the next industrial revolution. 5G is coming to a city or a town near you and it will impact your life in the next few years. Are you ready? What do you need to be ready for? And what do Christians need to know regarding 5G? Today's returning guests will provide you with some insights, answers, and even questions to ponder regarding this truly awesome cutting-edge technology. I'd like to welcome back Mr. Wyatt Seselka. Mr. Seselka is a minister, a field pastor. He worked in the field of internet technology for over 25 years and is well versed in the upcoming technology. He's also a Tomorrow's World writer who has written related articles that include Internet Works of the Flesh and Flash Mobs and Bible Prophecy. He's joining us via Skype from his home near Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome, Mr. Selka. Hello. Mr. John Meekin is a minister and a journalist and a Tomorrow's World writer as well. He loves to follow a story and has been following the 5G story for quite some time now. He's joining us via Skype from his home in England. Welcome, Mr. Meekin. Actually, this is not his home. He's, he's on assignment somewhere else at this point. <clears throat> if you have questions for our audience during our discussion and questions related to this topic, please feel free to message us and we'll do our best to get to a couple of them. Also, we encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like and share today's program. Okay, gentlemen, let's go ahead and get started. And Mr. Meekin, I'll toss this out to you first. What is 5G? For the benefit of our audience, what is 5G and why should our audience even care? Well, hello to everybody and uh, thank you for the opportunity to share in this program. I think it's an absolutely fascinating subject and it's also very timely. It's on the front pages of our uh, magazines. We have an article on it in our own magazine. And uh, as Mr. Wernell has mentioned, that uh, 5G stands for fifth generation. Now that presumes that there have been four previous ones. And it works out something about um, every 10 years. It all started around about 1980. That was first generation. Second generation about 10 years later, then 3G, then 4G, then 5G. And with each advancement, there are advancements in what you can do with it. So to begin with, that was just speech on a telephone, and then it was text on a telephone. And then in the early 80s, it became uh, a cellular phone. So we'll be utilizing cells. And then um, um, video was added, audio was added. And we're familiar with all this on our smartphones today, but it can be a bit patchy. So the movement to 5G is a colossal jump in the capacity, uh, the numbers of computers, uh, the speeds involved, and it has such enormous potential that it can literally transform the world. People are talking about it being a heavily part of a potential fourth industrial revolution. So why should we be interested in it? Because it quite literally could change your life. Um, hopefully for the better, uh, but it could also impact your life in other ways. It, there are certain health issues perhaps to be concerned about. And of course, how you use it is uh, uh, going to be a very big picture, but a very, very, very uh, big point to, 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 uh, to go through. Uh, but 
it's a, a huge development and it's impacting now in this year of uh, 2019 50 countries have already signed up to it and are implementing it it's racing ahead in in, in china and the united states uh, here in the uk 24 cities in the uk have already adopted it and they're already uh, installing it so it's big very big and we're just at the beginning of it thank you mr Soselko. Uh, hello, Dr. Scott and Mr. Meekin. Glad to join you both today uh, using technology. So we are we are fans of uh, the good use of technology. Just to add a little bit to what Mr. Meekin mentioned, uh, what is 5G all about? 5G is fast. 5G is about speed. Um, the old uh, standards, 2G, 3G, um, used uh, uh, high frequency radio waves that 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 reverberated between about one and five gigahertz uh, frequency. 5G uh, radio frequencies are 24, 50, up to 90 gigahertz frequency. And so we'll talk more about that in the program, I'm sure, but what this lets 5G networks do is push data um, incredibly fast. There are some uh, 5G um, bands or frequencies that, that they're testing that are up to 120 uh, gigahertz. Um, so what that means is you could download an entire movie, for example, in 10, 15, 20 seconds over a 5G uh, network, an entire high def, you know, 4K movie in just 10 or 20 seconds. Um, there's a lot of practical applications um, for uh, moving data at such a fast speed Be, uh, before. And I, I won't elaborate on that right now, but I will make one more comment. <clears throat> um, Radio frequency radiation, um, it's, it sort of obeys this thing that they call an inverse square law, where basically, in simple layman's terms, uh, what this means is that the higher the frequency, the more powerful, like, like 5G networks, um, they need to, the, the distance that they can move the, uh, the radio waves and the data is, is smaller, is shorter. And so something we'll probably talk about later in the program today, but when we're introducing what is 5G, super fast, but the, the distances that the radio ra waves can travel is, um, is, is, is shorter than 4G, which means they need more towers, more, more uh, antenna. Okay. Mr. Meekin, when you mentioned that <clears throat> 5G is a colossal step forward over previous generations of this wireless technology. Uh, what does our audience need to know in terms of how this technology can impact them? If I'm sitting at home and I, I, I have my, my wireless device or devices, what does it really matter to me? I just follow technology and I buy the next thing that's out there. Why do I need to know about it? Well, um, there's so many things to say. Um, the main thing about 5G is it's going to fuel the Internet of Things. And they're going to put chips in almost everything. It's not those that really are that much of a concern for us in terms of any negative impact, because they will simply provide more information, uh, which is the whole point about 5G. It, 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 you know, it's transforming our ability to utilize information. But when 5G comes to a smartphone, 
Um, it, it's all in the antenna and the way the antenna for 5G works. It is a, a post-phase array. And in four inches square, uh, you can, and they have already done this, squeezed in something over a thousand uh, mini antennas in a four inch square, which they would like to put in your mobile phone. And, and then by manipulating these individual uh, antennae, by activating them, turning some off, turning some on, you can actually steer it and direct it so that once it's on, it's firing off in every direction looking for a target. And once it locks on that target, a similar phased array at the other end, then there's your connection very fast. Um, but it's what all these, um, these, this radiation, which has been likened to bullets in the way it, it goes, it's pulsed pulse very fast, very high frequency. And part of the um, concern is, what does that do when an individual is standing in the way of it? Mm. Or if you've got that mobile phone and there's a shield between you and the transmitting side, okay, you're not getting the radiation. What about the person on the other side? What about when you walk through um, these, this radiation, just when you're out and about and, and walking down streets? So there are concerns, and they are very real concerns about what all that radiation is going to be doing. Now, i just say this, that 4G in a mobile phone, as far as I have researched, uh, could function at about two watts. But for 5G, it's allowed to function at 20 watts. And, uh, of course, all of this is so much more powerful, so many more connections in a relatively small uh, area. And, and so... We should be concerned because is it not true that you are inseparable from your, your smartphone? You take it everywhere. And, of course, now you, you have a smartphone on your wrist almost. Uh, we have computers everywhere. Uh, and so it is beginning to raise quite a few concerns about what the effect of this is because of the lack of research into the impact that this might have, not just on human life, but on animal life, birds, insects, all of, are affected by it because we're fundamentally changing the electromagnetic uh, environment as never before. And could add one more factor. Don't forget that 5G will also be in space. There are plans to put up something like 20,000 new satellites up there just to handle 5G from space. Now, Elon Musk is at it, Amazon is at it, all sorts of people. And Elon Musk, I think there's been a one successful launch of 60 satellites already, maybe another one, I think is in November, another one later on. And as soon as he gets to about 500 or something next year, he will go live to selected customers. So we, we are radically changing the electromagnetic uh, environment. We're not saying that that's desperately bad. It's just saying, how much do we really know about it? Mm. Mr. Selka. <clears throat> Along these lines, think about how 5G is going to impact us individually. Um, sort of throw some, a couple of questions at you that I think all relate. One of them is, what are, the big, what are some of the big concerns to 5G? And we can begin to move into that area. Mr. Meekin's already broached that subject. One of the questions that we just got it, from the audience is, will 5G reduce inconsistencies? which I think also relates to, and we can even address this a little bit more, is what are some of the benefits? What are some more of the benefits, potential benefits of 5G? Let me take a whack at one of those questions. Right. So, um, you know, there, there are a lot of benefits um, to 5G. <clears throat> uh, one of the 
examples that's often cited is um, operating and you know surgeries, medical in the medical uh, uh, world, where you can have a surgeon uh, conduct an operation with um, real-time help from people on the other side of the world. Not just a video camera hookup, but actually having other um, surgeons around on the other side of the world that are actually controlling. Um, the the instruments, you know, robotic instruments that they're actually helping the surgeon in location A um, from around the other side of the world, and they're actually helping control the instruments, helping do the surgery. Um, so there's there's some, some benef- many benefits to um, to to super fast uh, data movement. Uh, for example, in transportation and logistics, uh, the ability for your car to not just know that Google Maps says, hey, there's an accident you know, up ahead. And often there's latency with that information and the accident maybe is still there, but it's being, you know, cleaned up or cleared up by the time you get there or whatever. With 5G, you can have all the cars talking to each other, uh, the the uh, the emergency services talking to each other and, and to your cars and, and so forth. And so you have the ability to uh, improve transportation and logistics and things like that. Let me stop um, you real quick. You mentioned latency. Uh, does that mean that Everything's, all these different uh, devices are conversing with basically no lag time, sort of instantaneously? Very minimal lag time. One of the big um, exciting things in the telecommunications world is that with 5G, you can move a lot of the processing out to the periphery, is, is how they're phrasing it, which means that um, that that devices can share information among themselves. So my car and your car and and somebody's smartwatch and whatever can all uh, be gathering information and sharing information with each other. And instead, here's the, one of the differences: instead of Apple or Google or whoever um, kind of consolidating that information and 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 making decisions in a central, in a central location, okay. right? Um, your devices are making those decisions. Um, your devices are actually, you know, um, um, uh, uh, crunching the numbers and, and making decisions um, or giving you recommendations. So um, there, there's, there's a concern. I, I wasn't going to mention this quite yet, but I'll just, I'll try to keep it super fast. Um, the Mayo Clinic, uh, this just came out recently. They're moving to, um, to a new cloud-based um, uh, service, a Google service. And um, they're going to share. They're going to upload health data um, into that, into this, this Google, uh, into into the cloud, into Google's cloud. They're they're moving uh, from one vendor to another. They just announced that. One of the concerns is when, as 5G develops, um, you'll have doctors and clinics and pharmacies and so forth that will be accessing potentially anonymized data, but you'll you'll have these these devices out on the periphery that doctors and pharmacists are using to make recommendations regarding surgery or 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 whatever uh, with with that information one of the concerns and I'll, I'll conclude with this is that uh, IT loves to centrally control data if, if you centrally control data then you you can protect the data but when you have um, your device that um, is getting information about the, 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 the patient, for example, and they're able to determine who that patient is based on other, other, other data, you, you have some security and privacy concerns. So um, anyways, there's a lot of concerns about security and privacy and data getting out there into 
all these little devices all around the world that are not centrally controlled. So, Mr. Meekin, any any comments and or um, I'd like to to explore the area a little bit more about what are some of the some more of the concerns with five G. Okay, could I deal with the question about inconsistency and consistency? Sure. Sure. Um, I don't think I totally understand the context in which you're asking about will it even out consistency. But let me let me give you a few a few answers on that. Uh, the, the latest Economist magazine has an article about the Internet of Things, and it begins with this little anecdote. It says during the recent uh, Hurricane Dorian, uh, which tracked towards um, America, what Elon Musk did, based in Palo Alto, California, was communicate with all Tesla electric cars to increase their battery time so that the cars had greater range as a putative emergency response to an emergency situation. Give them more rain, that was range, that would be a good safety feature. Well, what, what, it, what that reveals is that the battery in the lower price Teslas has part of its battery disabled. No doubt they make the same battery for the whole range and they disable part of it for the, for the lower range. And so by removing that, they had a lot more range. But all that, my point is, all that was done by a switch on a computer in Palo Alto communicating directly with the battery that powers a Tesla car. Now, if that isn't consistency, I don't know what it is. Now, thinking about human beings, human beings observe. We have our five senses. We pull in data, and then we use that data to calculate. We process that data, and then we make decisions based on that data. Now, that by definition in human hands tends to be subjective. Do we have all the information? Do we all calculate or process things in the same way? Well, what we're seeing now is the beginnings of a revolution where it will be computers taking vast amounts of information and taking over these erstwhile human functions. Mm -hmm. Having gathered the data, they will attempt to process it, calculate with it, and then come up with the decision. And because they're having access to more uh, information, and it's all down to how well they're programmed, that could lead, aha, uh -huh, to more consistency in certain contexts. But it also could lead to additional control in certain contexts, mm -hmm. which might be welcome, which mm -hmm. addresses that Scott was leading me into that area. So the matter of surveillance, for example, um, and, and spying and terrorism and e-terrorism that we're calling it. And um, this, this new internet has been actually dubbed the surveillance internet mm -hmm. because you're pulling information and the owner of that information doesn't necessarily always know he, he's giving that information. And so uh, there's a lot more can be said on that, but I think in certain contexts, yes, it can even out inconsistent. Mm. Um, could I just maybe uh, expand just for a second on the actual um, the, the the dangers and the risks regarding the wavelengths and the frequencies themselves? Because I sure. don't know if if sure. maybe um, we we, we you're talking that. about sort of health risks, I think, aren't you? Right, or, health risks, or um, maybe risks on the environment around us. Right, right. Well, so let's touch on both uh, the environment and and health risks. So um, 5G uses what's called millimeter millimeter wave frequencies, and these are um, are very high uh, frequency 
waves between about 24 and 100 gigahertz. Um, and so it's a very short wavelength. And what that what short wavelength means is the distance between the peak of the wave and the, and the bottom of the wave. It's a very short, short wavelength. Now, we know that there are environmental and biological um, concerns um, with very short, high-frequency uh, waves like that. Um, there have been studies published for years where insects, for example, um, are being microwaved to death, uh, cooked and microwaved to death by, um, by wavelengths that are greater than 10 uh, gigahertz, which is well below the high end of the 5G um, the 5G range. So um, 3G and 4G networks, uh, 4G networks don't get above 6 gigahertz. Um, so 4G networks supposedly are harmless to insects, but 5G networks uh, again go up to 100, 120 gigahertz. So butterflies and bees and things like that can be cooked. Um, now to jump, uh, you know, to, to to another extreme, there's a military. Um, uh, uh, system that's been uh, tested and, and used. I don't know if it's been used in combat, but it's been it's been tested in the field. Cloud control, I think, is what it's used right, for a lot right. now. Right, and um, basically, it's it's like you know putting somebody in a microwave oven. Um, they they can cook you. <clears throat> um, so it's the same. Uh, basically, it's the same technology that the military uses for their, I think it's called active denial system is what they call it, active denial system. Of course, system. I think the military is not using it to cook people like through, but just no. sort of burn the surface of the skin right, right now right, to sort to of cause, disperse crowds. To disperse crowds. And, and, and you know, look, on one hand, it's it's better than them shooting somebody, but mm -hmm. but just, just the, the point is uh, there's clearly um, a, uh, mm -hmm. you know, an impact on, on a biological organism where it can heat up, you know, the, the mo heat up your body. Okay. Um, basically, your skin acts as a receptor to high-frequency fre radio waves. And there are okay. some studies that say 80 to 90% of the radiation is absorbed by your, your outer layer of your skin because you have all these little sweat pores, and they're basically like little cups that collect uh, the, the, the radiation. So let's actually go a little bit further there, and Mr. Meekin, I'll come to you. Uh, we've got a question that relates directly to what we're talking about, and the question is how, what are some other ways that... 5G has been thought to affect the human body. Any, any negative side effects that research is beginning to suggest could happen? Well, yes, uh, I have one in, in front of me here, which would be difficult to, to, um, <clears throat> to just read to you. <clears throat> but th there is a wealth of, some would call, anecdotal evidence um, out there on the effects of human be on human beings on animals and on insects. I think insects are flying antennae. And it would be surprising if that didn't have some impact. And um, uh, um, in terms of human beings, there's no question that, yes, there's a heating effect of radiation on the skin, but there is some research done that suggests that it can have a deeper impact. Uh, at the, this, the frequencies they're using for 5G. What what kind of an impact? What what are they thinking? Sort of the longer term health just, problems could be. Well, just that the radiation, as it goes through the skin, can almost itself act as an another antenna, and therefore mm. spread the impact to a deeper level. 
Now, in terms of impact, uh, people have reported headaches, um, not feeling very well in, in all sorts of different ways. Um, and there are people who have electromagnetic sensitivity. They already have. I know several of them. They just can't be in a room with electromagnetic uh, radiation in the room in the form of broadband. It just sends them looping. Um, sometimes it's, it's a tangible impact like a headache or a ringing in the ears or just a feeling, a vague feeling of unwell, which immediately stops when the broadband is turned off or when they leave the room. But what's lacking is is um, official, official mm. um, uh, research. Studies into it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know, there there have been studies and, and concerns that even three G and four G uh, cell phones can cause brain cancer, and there's all these studies, and you know, th th this is old news. I mean, th this goes back to the '90s, uh, where there were concerns about uh, brain cancer uh, from from two G and three G um, uh, devices. Uh, 5G. Um, th there's just not uh, enough studies out there yet mm -hmm. uh, to, you know, to, to. There's just not enough studies. It's interesting though. Switzerland um, was at the forefront in Europe of of wanting to deploy 5G networks, and um, just uh, back at the beginning of 2019, uh, they they wanted to deploy uh, you know, retrofit old towers and and build a bunch of new towers. Um, they had a bunch of weird things happen with with wildlife. Um, mm -hmm. and again, it's kind of anecdotal, and, and some people will say it's just conspiracy conspiracy theories. But um, in Bern and in uh, the Hague, uh, sorry, in uh, there actually this happened in the Hague in the Netherlands as well, different country. Uh, there were birds in the Hague. There are also birds in Bern, Switzerland, um, that dropped dead. Um, and it was coincidentally right around where they were, were putting up new 5G towers and doing 5G tests. So um, in July, um, Switzerland, I believe, had 334 uh, 5G antennas um, across the, the, the nation. And my understanding is that they wanted to have 90% of the population have access to 5G by the end of 2019. So they were being very aggressive. That would require, remember, as I mentioned earlier, the way 5G works is the, 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 the distance of the signal is not as far, um, doesn't travel as far. So they have to essentially put towers you know, throughout the, the countryside. So you're going to be closer to towers. And there seems to be a big movement in Switzerland now uh, where the population wants the government to stop that and to study it more uh, because they're worried about human human ha health hazards. Mm. Let's push on uh, a little bit. What, what, Mr. Meekin, what should a Christian think about 5G? And I want to I wanted to ask you both if there are any scriptural insights we can draw related to this area. Well, I think the, the one general comment that the Bible makes all the way back in Genesis um, when God scattered the, the nations at Babel, he said, now nothing will be withholden from them. And man, the scripture tell us, is created in the image of God. That doesn't mean to say he always behaves like God, mm. but he has the creative genius of the mind of God. And to think of everything you see around you in the world today that man has created. The uh, mind of man is, a ge is genius. Mm. And uh, Everything to do with 5G is totally amazing. But the scriptures also say there is a way that seems right to a man, but the ends of it all are the ends of death. Proverbs 14, 12, and 16, 25. 
So because of the nature of human beings, we don't always put physical things and latest innovations and so on to good use. So you can, you can bet your bottom dollar, as we say, that 5G will be put to evil purposes, nefarious purposes, criminal purposes. You just know it's going to happen because it's been happening, has happened with everything previously. And then I think because of its potential impact upon the environment, a lot of environmentalists are getting very upset because all sorts of events are happening. They don't know why. Tendency to blame it on climate change. You could blame it on 5G. Who knows? We just don't have enough information. And uh, there's a scripture in um, um, Romans chapter five, uh, Romans chapter eight, mm-hmm. right about verse two and twenty-three, where it talks about the whole creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God, the, the fulfilment of God's plan uh, and purpose, and the reason He's calling Christians at this time. The world is going to be put to a different purposes. It's going to be a restoration of all things. And the world we see around us is groaning because it is being abused in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And Christian's uh, responsibility is twofold. Adam and Eve were told, you know, here's the garden, dress it and keep it. And people say, this is our only home. We need to look after it. We need to look after it better. On the other hand, of human beings, uh, God also says there in 1 Corinthians 6, we are to glorify God in our bodies and in our spirit, which for a Christian now belong to God. Mm-hmm. So we look after our bodies. Um, my wife would like to have internet right now turned off when she goes to bed at night and turn the Wi-Fi off because of the potential for that. Mm-hmm. Well, what's it going to be like when you've got 5G mm-hmm. and it's outside, the antenna is on the you know, the utility pole outside your house and this is where you live and um, and you're allergic to it mm-hmm. and you, you don't feel well around it. What do you do? Right. Um, authority is going to turn around and say, oh, well, we'll turn it off. They're not going to say that. Oops. Mm-hmm. They might say, well, move, but where do you move to if every street is all wired up in 5G? Right. And let me say one more thing on the other on the other side of this, by the way. There will be no shots carried by the mobile to cover illness. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you cannot sue anybody. So if, if your life all of a sudden falls apart because of illness and so on and you think it can be attributed well you know there's no good as far as I understand it going to be no legal recall uh, in that eventual okay Mr. Soselka some other scriptural insights I think Mr. Meekin referenced in Genesis where it says that the Lord uh, told Adam and Eve to tend and keep the earth mm-hmm. um you know, Christians should care about the environment, and it doesn't mean that we are against technology or, you know, construction or things like that. But there's another uh, scripture that uh, I guess as I get older, I, I, I realize more of the wisdom of it, which is in 1 Corinthians 6. It says, where Paul says, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. And he's ta- talking about religious ordinances. But, um, you know, we should be, as Christians, uh, prudent and um, until we're sure that something is safe, we should be hesitant to uh, to to do it. Um, you know, um, we, we we know that 5G uh, radio waves. Um, well, I shouldn't say we know, but there seems to be a lot of evidence that 5G radio waves can be can be harmful to biological organisms. Um, so, should we as Christians be early adopters in the technology world? There's a term called early adopters. 
um, we probably should be hesitant to uh, buy a bunch of 5G um, you know, devices and put them all in our house because we may wake up two or three years from now and realize just like so many other things that we were told are, you know, okay, that they're not. And people have, you know, different cancers that are developing. Uh, so that's one point I'd make. Uh, just another very quick point is let's also bear in mind the potential prophetic um, implications. Yeah, we're not saying that. 5G is a fulfillment of, of, uh, of certain prophecies, but um, it, I believe that the world we've seen is motivated by greed and by competition, and you have nations that are competing for um, for power and for economic growth. I don't think we're going to stop 5G just because birds are dropping dead in The Hague or dead in Bern, Switzerland, or there's examples of firefighters in Colorado that have uh, been dealing with um, with uh, 5G towers, and, and they've they've they've, they've uh, reported health problems because of lots of exposure to 5G uh, towers. Just because these things are being reported, I don't think that the world's going to not move forward with 5G because it is going to be, as Mr. Meekin said earlier, a huge, huge game changer economically. Okay, logistics, manufacturing, healthcare, health diagnosis, banking. Um, we're not going to even get into it today, but militarily uh, when you have um, you know combined 5g with artificial intelligence and you have these um, these swarm drones that uh, can you know can be sent out on missions and communicate with themselves over you know over 5g networks without humans being involved um, so we're not going to stop it and um, it's not all bad but what should where are some verses that we should think about we should think about uh, some of these prophecies where you know God warns at the end of the age, um, there's going to be knowledge going to and fro. There's going to be uh, many that will trade with the beast power, and you know the beast will be this huge economic, um, you know, empire. Five uh, G is probably a small part of some of these prophecies. Mm. Well, gentlemen, I think we're going to need to wind this down as we come to the end here. But I would like to ask you if you can leave our audience, Mr. Beacon. We'll start with you in, in a moment. If you can leave our audience with a take-home message for today, uh, imagine our people listening here and sitting there. How does this relate, and what do you want to have them walk away from the program today with, Mr. Meekin? I think my first comment would be to just be in awe and wonder at what man is able to come up with in terms of technological advances. Um, is it overall a good thing? I think it certainly can be used for very good purposes in ways we've discussed. So I don't think it's something we should necessarily um, just, just, and I'm thinking, just dismiss as something evil inherently, anything like that. I just think it, it, there is uh, so much concern about its environmental and its health aspects of it that a, a discerning person really ought to take stop and, and just think through, okay, I could get it. I could have this, that, the latest thing uh, to help my way of life. But think about the potential downside. Uh, read literature. Make sure you're well informed. And um, it's up to you when you jump in and start buying things. Uh, but I, I just think be cautious, frankly, with any new thing. Uh, you know, there was a statement in the computer world that a certain computer, you know, software manufacturer. Oh, yes, they'll get it. They get it right on version three, 
<laughs> so sometimes it's not to be said for working, wait, waiting for version three to come out, whether it's a watch or a, you know, a, a new phone or a gizmo or something, uh, for the bugs to be ironed out and for the good to be proven and, and then you're not walking into something that you might regret later. Interesting point. It is interesting, too, to think about. Uh, it sounds like 5G is going into cities first. And they are putting towers all over the place in these cities. And whether we adopt uh, 5G devices in our home or in our pocket or in our pocketbook uh, may not matter a whole lot because we're going to be surrounded by all this 5G wireless around us anyway and going through us. Thank you for those comments. Right. Yeah, I won't add much to what Mr. Meekin said. Um, just don't. I would advise on 5G. Um, don't be an early adopter. Don't go buy every 5G uh, device that you can buy and put it in your house. Let's let some of these studies um, come out um, to give people an example of what I mean by that. Uh, I have a 4G. Um, hotspot in my house because um, I don't have great cell phone cell tower service right here. I try to keep it away from sleeping quarters. Um, I would I, I I don't plan on bringing in a 5G device if it were offered. You know, in, uh, ever <laughs> I don't plan on it. So that'd be one point. The other point, just briefly, is um, you know again we're not against technology, but we were uh, God once wanted wanted Adam and Eve to take care of the earth. And, um, you know, Mr. Meekin and you, Dr. Scott, you, we were talking about Romans, how the, the creation sighs and cries uh, over the abominations, over the, over the harm. And, um, you know, a human being is much more important than, a, than a, a bee or a butterfly, but God doesn't want us to, to harm the earth. And when the bees and butterflies and birds are dying, um, probably that's, you know, a, a sign to us that we're doing something harmful to the earth and potentially to ourselves. And so I would just conclude by saying, number one, be, be careful to be a, 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 you know, a careful, slow adopter on the technology. But number two, remember what it says back in Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4. Um, it's talking about um, the people that are sighing and crying over the sins that they see um, around them. And those sins aren't just, you know, the, 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 the big sins that we, we know about, uh, murder and all those things. But I think some of those sins are abuse. Um, of the planet, uh, abuse of people, abuse of, of uh, you know, again, uh, of, of, of the, the downtrodden. So I'll just conclude by saying that I think as Christians, we should be praying that Christ will return. Uh, we should be sighing and crying and looking for God's kingdom, which is going to be better. And we're not going to have, you know, these environmental uh, hazards and, and abuses like we have today. I want to echo something you said uh, in a previous comment too, just coming back to this idea of fulfilled prophecy and the idea that 5G is not the fulfillment of Bible prophecy, but as we understand more about it, we can certainly see how it could play into the fulfillment of multiple Bible prophecies. Gentlemen, thank you again for being on the program with us today. Mr. Meekin, thank you for taking time with us this evening. And Mr. Saselka, really appreciate your insights as well. Thank you. 5G is coming, and in some places, its prototypes are already here. This amazing technology is exceptionally faster than current cellular technology and will allow major advances in nearly every aspect of society. But technological advances always come with a price. 
5G could negatively impact human and animal health, and it will very likely lead to far more data breaches, at least early on. Ultimately, we need to remember that neither 5G nor any technologically advanced device of humanity is a savior. It certainly will not make society more moral or loving toward each other. 5G is a thing. It's technology. It's an innovation. It will further illustrate the creative capacity for mankind, as Mr. Meekin just mentioned. But for Christians, our major focus should always be on becoming more Christ-like, learning to think and act more like Him. Our future is in the plans of God and not in technology, no matter how fascinating and exciting technology might become. For more information on this subject, we really would encourage you to read our article, 5G, Revolution or Catastrophe? 5G, Revolution or Catastrophe? And you can find it here on our tomorrowsworld.org website. To learn more about today's news and issues in light of the Bible, we encourage you to tune in each week to TWU Now. Next week, we plan to discuss the power of a day of rest. You won't want to miss our conversation. Please do again subscribe, like, or share today's program, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next week here on TW Now.